good vibes. A good evening. I do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. The Knutsons. have taken control as to bring you this special show. Who are the Knutsons? Only good vibes. Only good vibes is the plan. Only good vibes, good vibes. Okay, this is called the Knutson Effect. Hey, how you doing? How's things, oh, man? You all right? Yeah. It's a wonderful day. Even though it's snowing outside, yeah. Oh, that is that definitely looks like Canada out there, Dutch. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian scene if ever I've seen one. <laughs> Are you staying warm in the house then, Dutch? Are you just staying put today? Well, we still air creeps through the house. Look, it's blowing so hard because there's a northeaster going on right now. So you see how the trees are, right? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's looking a bit... <laughs> it's like, where's the sunshine, Dutch? We need the summer sunshine back. <laughs> send it over. <laughs> oh, don't but worry. There's, there's, there's none to send from here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a bit snowy in Scotland today as well. Plenty of, plenty of snow on the drive home. I was trying to take, take it careful on the drive back today. Yeah, you got to be careful, my brother. Yeah, yeah it's but Got to be careful. So how's everybody today? Great. Yeah, all well, good. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, about we're in Canada, are you, Dutch? Beg your pardon? Where, whereabouts in Canada are you? I'm in Nova Scotia right now, New Scotland. Oh, okay. New Scotland, yes, New Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Representing. Yeah. <laughs> Dutch, Dutch, did you know that before I told you in the message? Did you know that fact already? Yes, I did, because I work with, I'm with a group called Drum. Uh, it's a show. If you go online, you'll see the show. It's called Drum Show. All right. And it's out of Nova Scotia, and we represent Nova Scotia. We've been all over the world uh, doing our show. It's four cultures Excellent. that come together and make one music. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're, I've been doing this for 20 years, this one show. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you seem to have a, be very fond of Canada, Dutch. What is it about Canada that, that just uh, steals your heart? Well, I'll tell you what. I was born in the South Bronx. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about the South Bronx, but... <laughs> it's not that quite rough, a bit rough around the edges. I, I've seen a Bronx tale before. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's where I came from. Yeah. Uh, so when I came to Canada, uh, I came to Canada when I was uh, first joined the Ohio Players. Right. And uh, when I came up here, I looked at the streets, just the streets alone, made me feel like sad that this wasn't happening in New York where I lived at because the streets were so clean. Yeah. You know, I, I actually told my mother I, when I called her, I said, Mom, the streets are so clean up here you could eat off them. <laughs> <laughs> because down there you didn't know what to find in the streets the next morning when you woke up. So yeah, yeah. Uh, from that time on, I've been one. I, well, I've been here almost fifty years now, wow. in Canada. Uh, I have uh, four children here that were born here in Canada, and my other kids are in the states. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love it here. Yeah, so it's and a beautiful have, country. Um, I've been a it, few times. We have family, uh, friends of the family that live in Canada and um, Hamilton, Ontario. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I've been over oh, there a yeah. few times. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. I've been to the Niagara Falls and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> the tourist hotspots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. 
<laughs> well, I'm looking forward to getting over there after this thing is over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was supposed to come a couple of times. I've been working. Uh, I've been working very closely in the through the years with uh, August Darnell, Kid Creole. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you look on any of his albums, the the older albums, um, you'll see my name all on them because I did background for him in the studio. All right, right. And uh, Elbow Bones and the Racketeers. I don't know if you're familiar with that group. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm one of the producers on that also, and I have a couple of songs on that album that I wrote also. Brilliant, brilliant. You're a busy man. Yeah. You're a busy man. <laughs> I like to keep busy. I, you, you got to stay busy. You can't uh, You can't give up in this business because, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of friends of mine pass away, uh, yep. and I've seen a lot of friends of mine that refuse to change Yeah. Um, uh, with the uh, times, right? So... They got left behind, and uh, I'm not ready to get left behind anything. I don't want to be that old man sitting on on the stoop talking about what I used to do. Yeah, <laughs> you're the guy sitting on Zoom talking about what you're about to do, Dutch. What I'm still doing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think you're just really inspired with some of the music you've been sending over to me and John. We're really enjoying it. We're looking forward to kind of representing it and helping promote it for you. We're really enjoying some of your some of your music. It's phenomenal. Thank you so much. Uh, the last thing Corey, well, the one Corey did with me um, uh, down, he's in Florida. And yeah. the last one he did, he came up to Canada actually to record with me. And uh, there's another, I don't know if you went on YouTube and saw a song I got out called Played Out. All right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that? I think I've came across that, yeah. I think I've seen uh, that one. Yeah. That another tune that Corey and I did together that we could probably send you also. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Look forward to hearing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear that. How yeah. Come, how come Corey's enjoying the sunshine in Florida, Dutch, and we're, we're all sat here in the snow? How, how did that work out? Keeping all the sunshine for himself. Corey's Corey smarter than we are. <laughs> no, we're really enjoying the music, Dutch. We're really enjoying how, especially that way of you, Mankind. What, what was the thinking behind writing writing that then? Where did that? Mankind? Yeah. You yeah. know, if you look at the way things are today, it's just, uh, I I have two sons here that I'm at home with right now that I, and uh, in my lifetime, I have come from the ghetto with all those thoughts of not making it and feeling down like you're entrapped in this, this bullshit that goes on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I look around, and the most fearful thing I see is my children not having a chance to grow mm -hmm. because of the stupidity of the people that run the world and the country. Yep. They don't seem to realize what they're doing to us. Yep. And, uh, you know, my cry is that I hope that my children have a chance to grow, to, to yeah. have children. And it sometimes it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely you know, feel a lot of heart and soul in that song. 
real heart and soul. It's a scary thing, you know, yeah. to see. Um, as simple as things were when, when I was a kid, yep. even though they were still screwed up, right now they're more dangerous than ever. Yeah, yeah, wow. You know, the social media spreading yep. all this bullshit, these lies, and yep. it's just crazy. Yeah. So I keep my children guarded, and uh, I've broken the chain of education because uh, for education because I only went to the sixth grade, right? But now my son, he just uh, he just signed up to go to uh, a, a university yesterday, Brilliant. and uh, that broke a chain for me. You know, it's like. It, it brought tears to my eyes to see him finalize that, that he wants to go to a top school here in Canada. Yeah, and he he has initialized this program in his head that keeps him steadfast about where he's going. Yeah, And yeah. He's, he's 18 and he's making decisions that I didn't have a chance to make when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. That's excellent. You, might, you must be really proud. I am so proud of him, and my my uh, my other son. He'll be twenty two um, this month on the twenty fourth, right. and he's a photographer and videographer. Actually, on mankind, he's going to be doing the video for us. Nice, nice awesome. one. Okay, good. Uh, we're at, I'm in quarantine right now. Yep. Uh, I'll be in quarantine for the next four days because I came to Nova Scotia. Uh, but my son, I'm going to go downstairs with him for a minute and, and let you meet him also because he does videos and he's badass. <laughs> and, <laughs> proud, that's a proud dad right there. That's a proud dad. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon. <laughs> you got a minute? You're meeting the family. Uh, We're meeting meet the family. Him, Hold on. He's down here laying down. <laughs> Hold on, gentlemen. This is no oh, thing to lie around. Are you charging that creative power energy? Huh? The power went out. You didn't know that? The power went out? Yeah. I had no idea. The power, he said, went out. Oh, my goodness. Come upstairs for a minute. Thank God you I didn't know the power up. was out in the house. Thankfully, you're on your phone and not on the laptop. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize the power is out in the house because I haven't tried to turn out a light or anything in here. <laughs> so I guess the power's out here in Nova Scotia right now. <laughs> I saw that. Say hello. Hey, hey hello. How How's things? This okay? is Cinnamon. All right, my man. How's things? Good. Good. How you doing? Yeah, yeah we're all good. We hear you're good with the videos and the camera. Then you good with the video, video editing, video tricks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's all me. <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> so he'll be doing the video for for. We're gonna start doing the video for mankind. Brilliant. And uh, after I get out of this um, this thing, uh, yeah. and uh, well, I'll send that over to you as soon as we get that done. Brilliant, brilliant. Looking forward to seeing that. Nice one. Hey, you guys on quarantine right now? Then. Beg your pardon? Are you guys on quarantine right now then? Yes, we're yeah, on quarantine. Yeah, yeah. And how long have you if got left? Uh, I had to do it for 14 days. Five days left. Yeah, we got till Saturday. Okay. So, uh, it's, it's you know, he decided to quarantine with me. He didn't have to. Yeah. All right, cool. You know, he said, <laughs> hey, I haven't seen him in a, in a while. So, 
we just hanging together and staying together and making sure we show each other a lot of love to the family and everything, you know? Dutch, I hope you aren't eating all your son's food. Is he eating all, is your dad eating all your food? I beg your pardon? I hope you aren't eating all his food and all his all your son's supplies in there, Dutch. Oh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> <You're stocked up. laughs> We're cool. <laughs> no, I, you know, this is really strange. The power's out and the phone's still working. So you're on your data? <laughs> yeah, I'm on my data, I guess. This is technology, Dutch. Technology to the rescue, I think, right here. Brilliant. Yeah. No kidding, and everything's dark, and it's getting darker now. So night's falling here. Actually, it's, it starts getting dark early here now. Zoom has been an absolute savior over this last year. It's just kept so many people connected throughout this whole pandemic. You know, uh, my daughter's had a birthday party this weekend, and it was all on Zoom. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it was all on How Zoom. Did that go? How did that go, Dutch? All right. I think it was the best birthday party she ever had. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because Zoom, you can have people from all over the country and all yeah. over the world on it at the same time. Yeah. So she had people on there that would have never been able to show up to her party mm-hmm. if she'd had one at home. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, so she, so she got to see and say hi to everybody and they all got to sing to her. I sang happy birthday online to her and <laughs> Bro, yeah. Yeah, I think we'll just if you go on my Facebook and t- you guys should go on my Facebook and check it out and, and, and join. <laughs> Brilliant. I think what you were saying as well, Dutch, the technology just moves so fast, doesn't it? What what how would you compare it to what you were like when you were with the Ohio players and trying to get record deals and promotion back then compared to how the world is now? What a different world, eh? I'll tell you what, when I was uh when I first got into the music business, I could go. I, I knew so many producers on Broadway because I used to hang out on Broadway with all the writers. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I hung out with some of the great musicians when I was 16, 17 years old. They were my backups, you know. Yeah. And uh, I used to be able to walk into a record company and sit down at a piano and play a song and they would say, oh, great, we'll find you a producer, right? But do you remember a song called Juicy Fruit? Juicy? Yeah, that's a great song, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Juicy changed everything. Yeah. (laughs) Because he did that that song with a Lendrum. Uh, Bernard Purdy, the drummer, uh, gave all his, they sound, they, sampled all his drum sounds and put them in a Lindrum. And uh, that's when he did Juicy. They did Juicy uh, with that song, Ah. with that Lindrum, and they did it at home. So (laughs) after that song hit and made all that money, the record companies changed because they didn't have to pay that big budget anymore. You know, my last budget that I got from a record company was RCA and they gave me $250,000 to go out and do an album. That's the last time I saw a budget like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everything else, you had to have it done 
yep. are either close to being done and you didn't need that much money and they didn't want to give you too much of anything, you know? Yes. So that's where, and Tommy Matola was my manager at one time. I don't know if you know how screwed up Tommy was, but <laughs> it, that was Mariah Carey's husband. And uh, he was my manager and he actually told me, well, he was a gangster also. So um, there were certain things that I could not do uh, to get a hit record because somebody else already had. A, well, when Teddy Pendergrass was doing good, they yeah. didn't want me to get a hit record because that would mess with Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so they had their, and, and then I signed up with Clive Davis. He didn't want to do shit. So it, it just fell apart. Yeah. The whole music industry fell apart. And and now it's even getting worse because yeah. you uh you don't really know who owns what, you know. Um yeah, yeah. What I've been doing is getting all my publishing back. Yep. I've been registering all my songs that I had out there years because I never signed a contract for uh that would last the rest of my life. They were all five-year contracts. So now I'm just going back, getting all my publishing back uh, so I can, uh, my kids can have my publishing if anything happens to me. Yeah, you know? definitely. And that's the way it is for me. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that you see about the, the guy Bernard helping with the drum, with the Lynn drum machine, because he's a phenomenal drummer in his own right, isn't he? I find it interesting that a drummer of his level would have given so much to a Lynn drum machine, because I thought the drum machine was the... The anti-drummer, basically. I thought the drummer was the <laughs> the drummer. So maybe he's maybe like he sealed the fate. Huh? <laughs> he sealed the fate. He, he sealed the drummer's fate. <laughs> well, you know, Bernard, Bernard made a lot of money. Yeah. Off of that, right? You know, um, there were a few of my friends that had to leave, uh, leave the business after that because, uh, well, like Chuck Rainey, there was Eric Gale playing guitar, yeah. uh, there was um, Cornell Dupree, you know, all these guys kind of like, they were the old school players and all that electronics came in, they were like, um, oh, well, we don't really need you anymore, kind of like, you know. Yeah, yeah. The young guys took over and a lot of my friends uh, uh, fell by the wayside right. because of drugs and depression and you know, and that cocaine spirit that came into the 70s that wiped out a lot of shit down here, yeah. um, you know, because it started out, oh, this is cool. And then it turned out to be a disaster, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. you know, I, I watch people hand it out to, to artists yeah. and help them their demise. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I ran away from New York. I ran away from the business. Yep. And uh, I, I didn't go. I when I came here to Nova Scotia, I bought a farm on uh, five acres, right. and I stayed on that farm for five years mm -hmm. until I before I went back to New York because it was scary to go back. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you know, I, it was. I think once you look, once you go outside and look back into a place, it's probably hard to go back to that way of life. I'm not going back to that. I'm so thankful that, you know, I'm still here at 75 and I'm still yeah. vibrant. Yeah. And I still 
I, I can still put on a two hour show yep. and I'm singing better than, I'm singing better than some people are singing at 30. So yeah, yeah. we'll back that up. Me and John will back that up. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you must be drinking a lot of protein shakes to keep the energy going. <laughs> me, me you know, George, you I, I was a vegetarian for like 15 years. Right. Right now, I only eat chicken and fish, and I'll have a hamburger once in a while. Oh. But I, I make sure I stay healthy. I yeah. walk uh, five, six, seven kilometers a day. Um, oh. And I still have the hottest R&B band in Vancouver um, that play behind me. And I, I got a young following. Yeah, yeah. So I have to stay, I have to stay up, yeah. you know? And my kids, my kids keep me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't have an 18 year old and a 21 year old and not be up. You know, what I mean? you gotta. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the hip, you're the hippest dad, definitely Dutch. The hippest dad out there will give you that. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that. You know, what's the and, band and, called Dutch. What's the band called again that, that you play with out there? What's the what's your band? Oh. Well, it's just Dutch Robinson. That's all. Dutch all Robinson. Musicians behind the, behind you, then, yeah. Yeah, and I have my musicians. You know, I got my. Tr I have a jazz trio, right? And I also have an R and B uh, band. Mm, okay. So, um, and they're all young guys, and uh, well, they they call me Soul Doctor. <laughs> That's a good title. So where, where do you get all your energy from, Dutch? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You're putting us to shame here, Dutch. You're putting me and John to shame. <laughs> oh, come on, you young guys, y'all can get up and do this thing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry I'm about it. I'm tucked up We're in the... bed at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> I I go to bed like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> You know, I'm still working at three o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. I think it well, it's good for me. Yeah. You know, it's it's really good for me to to be able to do what I do. Mm -hmm. And I um I'm not gonna stop. Yep. Brilliant. My father lived to be a hundred and three. So I think I'm in pretty good shape right now. <laughs> yeah, you're looking good for that. <laughs> and my mom lived to be a hundred. Yep. So I'm cool. <laughs> oh, it's all that Canadian fresh air. I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Not get the New York smog. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Really? No smog in Nova Scotia here. And Vancouver is one of the healthiest cities you can live in across Canada. So, you know, it's a beautiful quite, city. Yeah, beautiful people. I think the Canadians are they're quite an open people. They're open to embracing just all people, all music, things like that. That's right. That's right. So I'm here for good. Yeah. Actually, I'm planning on uh, getting my citizenship uh, maybe next year or a year after. Did I see that you'd um, you'd performed at the Winter Olympics back in was it 2010? Was it? Yeah. Yep. That was our show drum. Right. Right. That was the show drum. You you got to check out this show online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to. It's uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find it. Dutch, we'll put the link in the description for the viewers. Yeah, please. We'll put that down there. Check it out, guys. 
Yeah, we're honoured. We're honoured to have you involved, Dutch. We're honoured to have you involved with the label. We're looking forward to representing your music and doing what we can to support what you do. You know, we're we're real big fans, and we're honoured to have you having a taking time to chat to us. I'm looking forward to you guys doing what you do. Yeah, I am definitely, and I appreciate y'all looking at what I do, and um, I'm just you made me happy. So, (laughs) you know. Well, you're You've making made me happy. Thanks for thanks for letting us come on and have a chat with you. I think it's just a uh, kind of positive advice. Me and John have got endless ideas, don't we, John? But we're constantly talking about new ideas, new ventures, and things like that. So we're we're excited to show you what we can do with the, with the music, Dutch. Definitely. Yeah, well, I would like you to send me a couple of things you guys have. Yeah, yeah. Have done. I'd like to hear what you're doing. Yeah, okay. yeah, we do a bit of everything, really, a bit of kind of dan- mostly kind of dance based stuff, eh, John? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of housey based, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's such a good revival for it now, Dutch. There's such a revival within dance music now for all sort of sorts of music, soulful, even soul, funk, disco. There's a real there's a kind of new generation that's come through really excited for the music. And they seem to be the online world has finally given way to, to kind of to the funk and disco scene and it's just blown up, especially in the UK at the minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really exactly. Is. Big label for the funk stuff. There's a lot of excitement because we don't know how to make the music like you guys did. Dutch, I always say that, John. We can't make the music as good as you guys done in the '60s and '70s. You guys paved the way. Well, I sure appreciate that. You know, when I when I was over in England, I was I did a I don't know if you know this, but I did a play about Marvin Gaye. All right, right. No, no, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I did a play about Marvin Gaye. Actually, my play about Marvin Gaye is the only recognized work about Marvin in the history book of rock and roll. Wow. Oh, okay. So I was over in England doing the show uh, at the Bernard Shaw Theater. Right. And one of the things I loved about England and about London was how they supported the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I used to hang out at Zanadu. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and and the owner of Zanadu, he he was uh, at one time he was uh, Rod Stewart's manager, yep. oh, yeah. and he had on Wednesday night they had artists from all over London that would come to Zanadu and just perform. Yeah. And if you weren't singing the lead they would get up and sing the background to the song, you know, just so it would sound full. And they had a wonderful band. Um, There was a song that was out then, keep on moving, don't stop, no, keep on moving. Remember that song? Uh, And those those guys used to show up. They would show up uh, also. So I I didn't want to leave England because of the, the beauty of what I'd seen because they don't have that support over here like that. All right. Really? I had never seen a club like that with that many artists coming and, and do their thing on stage, you know, and give it with no money and, you know, just come in and give the love away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's the first time I had seen that. Yeah. So I, I'm, I've been to England a couple of times. Um, and, and stayed quite a long time doing that. Now, uh, well, August moved over there. Kid Creole, he moved over. He was in Manchester for a minute. 
Yeah, yeah. Now he's in Switzerland, I think. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he was living in Manchester for a long time. And uh, a couple of the guys from the band were living there also. Manchester, Manchester. Uh, his percussionist Eddie. Music scene. It's a great music. Yeah, scene. Manchester's always had a great scene in London as well. That's why he went to Manchester, I guess. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this thing being over, so I can get back over there, and, uh, and do some of those shows that they have. Yeah. Those concerts. The UK, the UK. If it ever happens again. The UK has been really open and always embraced music, I think, over the decades, Dutch. It's always, we've been quite open to music over in the UK. If it makes people feel good, we're quite open to listening to it, I think. Especially there was the, the kind of Northern Soul. There was a the Northern Soul movement, the kind of Northern England. Yeah, that was the Northern Soul. Yeah, that's what it was. I really did. Really and uh, they had offered me to come over a couple of times. Right. Um, for, uh, really, uh, they never really got it together, so I could come over and do a show. Right. Um, but I'm looking forward to that soon, yeah, after yeah. it's all over. Definitely, definitely. So just go, going back a little bit, Dutch, you mentioned about Broadway. Back in the day, you are out in Broadway. What was Broadway like in the late 60s, early 70s on a night out? Was it, Can you paint a picture of Broadway in a night out? I'll tell you what. Um, George Clinton... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was he, he George <laughs> is one of my best friends. George is one of my best friends. Parliament. Okay, so it, here, George and I, we, uh, I was an opener. We, the Ohio players were opening up for Parliament. Probably. This is when they were Parliament. Yeah, okay, yeah. not Funkadelic, just Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> and they wore suits, right? You know, they dressed up with the suit and the tie and stuff like that. Right. But then one day I was on Broadway and uh, I had friends like the Shirelles. I mean, I knew I knew everybody. They yeah. were all on Broadway. They would walk up and, when they weren't on tour. They were walking up and down Broadway, talking to their friends and stuff like that. Brilliant. I mean, uh, Marvin Gaye. I mean, wow. everybody, you know, Eddie. And I had been hanging out on Broadway since I was what, 14, 15 years old. I used to go to the Apollo and sit there all day and watch people sing from morning to night till the show was over. They had five shows and I would sit through all five shows and watch it over and over and over again, right? So Broadway, I remember seeing George. Here I'm standing on Broadway one day and I see George walking up the street. He's coming up Broadway, but he's looking a whole lot different than I've seen him before. Now he's got on, he's, I'll tell you what he had on. He had on a pair of knickers uh, with some Argyle socks. He had on a pair of shoes, you know, like the Pilgrims with the buckle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he had on a Little Rascal shirt with the big collar. Right. Remember the Little Rascal? He had that on, and he had his hair cut in a pyramid. Right. (laughs) A little bit different from the suit. (laughs) That was like, I had to ask him, what the F happened to you, my brother? (laughs) (laughs) You know? And, And even right now, like, 
George just left. He just left Parliament, and now his family, his kids are taking it, right? Ah, right, right. So yeah. the last time I saw George was last year before this thing started. I was in. I went down to Seattle to see him. Mm-hmm. Right. It was the second time in our whole life that we've known each other since we were in our teens, right? right. That I saw George sober. <laughs> oh wow! It's finally achieved, man. <laughs> oh, he, he, you know, he, he was due to come to Scotland. He was, he was. They were actually due to Parliament Funkadelic. Me and John were about to buy tickets, but obviously it got postponed with this. What's going on just now? I was absolutely gutted. I must say, I was so looking forward to seeing them. They were due. I think it was 2019. They were due to come over. Parliament Funkadelic. Me and John were about to get funky, weren't we, John? But head out see Parliament Funkadelic. I was so looking forward to that, Dutch. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully hope for the reschedule. Oh, they didn't. They didn't make. That was because of the uh, Corona. Yeah, yeah. They were scheduled to tour over here in the UK and Scotland as well. We were absolutely gutted. It was a shame. Oh wow! Because that because that is like a, a color fest. I can see Funkadelic to go from their full colorful outfits. I think isn't this it? like a rainbow on stage? Isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. You, you know, um, the, I I've started a book talking about things and and that have happened in my life and stuff like that. Hopefully, I'll finish it in a couple of years or so or soon. Yeah. But. It's talking about all the different things that I have uh, have seen and and have accomplished with uh, within the music business, and um, I'm I'm just uh, sometimes uh, when I look back and I see what's going on right now, it almost seems like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, like. Maybe I was dreaming all this stuff because I, when I flew out here the other day, when I came out here last week, it looked like um, Armageddon. Yep. Mm-hmm. It looked like this world will never come back again from, Empty. you know, I, I walked through the airport. It was almost, it was scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be in an airport where it's people are not moving anymore like they used to. It's yeah. n- no shoulder bumping and excuse me and yeah, you know it's all sanitary and sanitized and yeah, stay back. sit three seats away and yeah, yeah, you know you got a mask on. Uh, there was a time, you know, when this thing first started, I was afraid to put on a mask. Yeah. You know why I was afraid to put on a mask? Because I'm a black man with a mask on. That don't work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Automatically, you kind of put your, you know, you see yeah. a black man with a mask on, you look for cops and robbers, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so I waited a while until I saw my white constituents and friends put them on and, oh, you yeah. know, I can blend in with them, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can't shoot us all, right? Yeah. <laughs> At least you can stay positive about it, Dutch. 
you got no choice. But I think it, like you say, is a good, t- possibly a perfect time to write the book then, because you've got the comparison of now and then, you know, and you've also got the time to write the book, you know. So maybe it's the the ideal time to get those get those stories down. Oh, I am. I am. I, I, I'm writing right now. I'm writing a song called. Um, well, actually, me and me and my wife, we were talking about this the other day. About I'm writing a song about Karen, right? Right. The Karens, and she doesn't like it because. Oh, how about the women? Way. How about the women who are named Karen that don't do this shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> how are they gonna feel, right? Yeah. So. I'm in the middle of trying to think about uh, whether I should call her Karen or I, I, I don't know. I, I, but what it says is she followed me to my home. I was alone. She had a phone. She said that she had 911 right there on the line. I lost my mind. I'm trying to find the words and not be so unkind of wish that I was in a different place. This witch is Karen. You're a bitch in the park, scaring folks in the dark. Yeah, send that over when it's done, Dutch. I want to hear that. <laughs> so I, I want to finish that. I'm gonna send that over to you when I finish because <laughs> it's it's upbeat. It's got a uh east uh East Indian kind of mel- melody to it, also. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, I'll, as soon as I get that all down, I'm sending you that too. Brilliant, brilliant. Always so happy. What, what would you say has like been some of your best memories over the year, Dutch? It sounds like you know, you've been involved for over 60 years now. It must be quite a difficult question, but for you, what, what would you think is your, your kind of highlights so far, the best memories that you've had? I think the best memories for me was... I think... My children, you know, um, my children were there every time I grew and every time I fell. Mm-hmm. And uh, no matter where, where the situation was, my children never changed on me. They never were disappointed. Yep. Uh, they always thought that I still had a chance. And right now, they still are my, they back me all the way. My kids are so proud of me that it outweighs all the memories that I've, uh, some of the memories that I have, I don't even want to remember, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> you know, uh, there were times when I was very disappointed. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what, the Ohio players, uh, I did a, a lot of writing in the Ohio Players. And uh, one of the things that we started out with was the fact that um, they would say to me, they said to me, no man makes more money than the next man. All right. So it was seven of us. So everything I wrote, I split between the seventh, right. seven of us. Now, after I left, I was, they still had the same thing, the seven, you know, they, no man makes more money than the next man. But what they didn't do was pay taxes. Right. (laughs) Okay. So eventually 
the uh, government came after them. And the one person, the couple of people that was responsible for making sure all these taxes and stuff were paid, they never took care of business. Ah, okay. So they came in and they took their homes and they took their cars and they took your instruments or whatever they owed on. And yeah, yeah. They took their possessions. And I'm glad I'm, I'm, that's a good memory for me because I'm glad I left before that happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lesson. That is a lesson right there, I think, isn't it? Never mess with the tax man. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, when Sugarfoot passed away, you know, before he passed away, he told me, he couldn't pay for his car note. And he had one of these expensive little cars that, yeah. you know, they couldn't pay their notes. They couldn't pay their their homes, you know? Um, and I, I, I was so glad that that's one of the things I wouldn't have to tell my children that we have to move now because, yes. yep. and, and if I had been there, I, I don't know what I would have done in anger knowing that I depended on these people to take care of business and they didn't. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. I, that's one thing I'm really appreciative <laughs> in my life that I didn't have to deal with. Yeah, that's a... And I'm sorry that their other fam- that their families had to deal with it. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, right now I look at my life as starting all over again. Yeah, yeah. I'm a brand new person right now with new music, I'm pushing away the old and I'm bringing in the new. And uh, that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm fresh new face. (laughs) (laughs) You look younger than us, Dutch. You're looking younger than me and John. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking looking great. We'll say that. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you guys got me on Zoom so you could see. Now you can really promote me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I thought about that this morning when I was taking a shower. I said, I'm... I looked in the mirror and I said, they won't have a hard time wanting to promote me. You don't look like the old man they're thinking about. You know? <laughs> they're looking for a 75-year-old guy, I said. And I looked in the mirror and said, no, you're not that. <laughs> I think me and John need to go for an extra long walk, don't we, John? We need to do more walking. <laughs> well, guys, I sure appreciate it. But just just and, uh, before we just before we kind of round things up, that's just one kind of question we like to ask the guests. Have you got some advice for people kind of inspired to follow in your footsteps, and maybe some of the, like you say some of the things you've learned, and any advice for for young artists out there? I'll tell you what. Um, always be forgiving. Find forgiveness in your heart, no matter what. Mm-hmm. If without forgiveness in your heart. You can never be positive and move on. And a lot of folks carry that pain with them for a long time. And some think that uh, it helps you create. It doesn't. It makes you sad and it keeps you sad. You You have to lift your spirits up no matter how old, how young. You have to keep going. Yep. And you have to give people that love. And uh, you have to break those chains that bind you. Probably. I think that's the best. You have to break them for yourself. You have to break them for your children. 
And your obligation to your children are to give them everything that you learned, whether it be good, bad, or ugly. Yep. You tell them yeah. the truth and let them decipher it and decide for themselves. Because if you hold back things, they're going to want to find out on their own. Mm -hmm. And uh, they may find out from the wrong people. So I think that's, that's, honesty, uh, that's great, great advice for everybody. <laughs> I think that's the best advice we've had on, John. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that for yourself and you have to do that for the people around you. Mm -hmm. Always let them know that you love them. Um, my kids don't do it. We tell each other we love each other uh, quite a few times a day. When you walk out the door, my son says, I love you, Dad. See you later. Mm -hmm. You know, when he comes home, how you doing? When he goes to bed, I love you. See, see wake up tomorrow. Yep. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's something that was I, I shared with them, and now they share with me. So we never forget that. Brilliant. Brilliant. And don't you forget that. Yep, no, I appreciate that. That's some good I'll, one day, because I, I will tell you, I love you guys. <laughs> love you, Dutch. We love you, Dutch. We'll say that right now. <laughs> yeah, you guys. All right, then. I'm Go gone. I got some stuff to do, but no worries. Uh, let's do this there. again. We can do this anytime you want. Brilliant. No, thanks a lot. You take care out there, Dutch. We'll catch up with you soon, all right? I look forward to it. <laughs>